Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And in this Quantum Conversation, we are looking at the infinity wave and exploring the infinity symbol and even the word infinite. My next guest was inspired by the infinity wave, a flowing watery wave that was downloaded to her and she has dedicated her life now into using it to assist humanity at this great Time. We need it so much at this time as we are here really making choices in a conscious awareness. Let's welcome Hope Fitzgerald back to Quantum Conversations. Hope, thank you and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Loren. It's wonderful to be back with you. It is so wonderful for you to be here again. We were chatting that it was about three years ago at this time in our summer when we first met. And my goodness, since then, now more than ever, you're really finding ways that this infinity wave, a 10th dimensional infinity wave can be used to assist in this time. So let's catch up with each other and the energies that we've witnessed. Even this year, we have seen energies just spiking left and right and off the charts, really. And this is bringing up some uh, continued layers for, for people. So share with us how this has strengthened your work or began to call on your work even more? Well, you know, back in 2011 when I started to run the workshops and downloaded all the practices uh, throughout the spring of that year, um, we were told, uh, we meaning the, the people who would gather for these workshops, we were told that this Flowing energetic was to be used for our changing times, and my goodness, when I look back on 2011, <laughs> they looked like little baby waves, 
you know, we were not having nearly the kinds of tsunamis that mm-hmm. we're having all the time now. And so I have realized that what we were just beginning to practice in the baby pool in 2011, now it we get to use full on, full force. And, and, and the beauty of it is that because the wave has spread throughout the world in pockets here and there, and as more and more people have used it, the power of it has increased quite a lot. Uh, the speed with which people can access it has multiplied. It's, it's you know, back in the day, uh, it, people would kind of have to work a little hard to imagine this figure eight of flowing water, and they'd imagine it if they were standing in front of a partner, you know, between their hearts, running back and forth. They kind of have to work hard. I did a conference in June uh, at the Dowser Convention, and those people got it in in seconds. They were connected up. They were feeling it. It was a felt sense. It was mm-hmm. powerful. We measured it with our various dowsing tools. Um, it, it was quite stunning. So, you know, dealing, because you deal in the quantum and uh, and the infinity wave exists in the quantum as well, I have to believe that for every person who has started to use it, it's increased it, the energetic, multiplied its ability to be a force, you know, for good uh, in these times and a force for fluidity, uh, which is what we need when confronted with, when we're confronted with these sort of what looks like, um, you know, crashing crashing waves or we need to learn or 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 obstacles mm-hmm. rocks thrown in our paths walls put up we need to find a way to flow with whatever comes our way both on a personal level and of course on a larger scale so that's what i've seen yes and isn't it interesting right the flow water follows the path of least resistance and that kind of does go against some of our programming. So it's a beautiful reminder to stay fluid and really adjust to these times. And that's really important. Okay. So you are a dowser as well. And I'm going to invite our listeners later in the call to interact with you. They can ask you questions on a spiritual coaching level or if they wanted a dowsing question. We're also going to experience the the infinity wave. It is a 10th dimensional energetic tool, and you've got a sound ceremony for us. But this is fascinating. Again, you were inspired by the infinity wave, and we were talking how even 10 years ago, yes, the infinity symbol has been around on our planet, but of late, since 2011 onwards, it's really been used a lot and a lot in healing practices. So uh, talk a little bit about the 10th dimensional infinity wave. We've got a listener who says that um, as a child, I used to sit in class drawing figure eights over and over. Mm. 
And then a psychic told her 20 years ago that she was a 10th dimensional being. So isn't that interesting? So share yes. with us um, the 10th dimensional aspect, the quantum aspect. Well, I, when you say I was inspired by the infinity wave, I am inspired by the infinity wave. Um, but just to, in case nobody has, uh, there are people who haven't heard the story. Um, the the imagery of the infinity wave arrived in my consciousness uh, in a series of three visions, and it was the final vision. The first being a um, a giant wall of water. Uh, I would say tsunami, but it didn't feel threatening, and it was actually quite beautiful. But it was moving toward me. And the byline that went with it said, this represents a push of evolution. If you choose to resist it, it will be much more difficult than if you learn to swim or even surf this way. And then immediately that image went away and was replaced by a side view of this giant wave that was curling over like you might see a surfer, you know, surfer dude in the middle there. And uh, here it said, as the wave, as the water pulls away from the shore and deepens into the seafloor to get its energy to create the crest, so should you, meaning me, meaning all of us, leave what you know, meaning all those little details, all those things that we think we know, leave them on the shore Go to the seabed, go to the earth, go to the wisdom keepers of the earth for your information and mix that with this that first push wave, whatever that was at the time, I didn't know. And then that curling sea of a wave, the, the second vision, just didn't quite go dropping back into the ocean the way a wave normally would. It instead formed this standing figure eight made of flowing water. And there was no byline with that, but that image hung out in front of my third eye for a couple of days until I finally sat down with my dowsing rods and started to ask some questions because this was highly unusual. I was I was not used to getting visions and I was certainly not used to having them hang around for a few days. So uh through a series of, of questioning, it came. I, I came to understand that this thing had a name. The name was the Infinity Wave. That it was a tenth dimensional energetic at the time. I wasn't exactly sure what that meant, uh, and that it was, uh, I guess, inherent in its watery flow was this tenth dimensional level of love and compassion. Now, as I worked with this energetic, I could uh, at times actually experience that level of love and compassion. And all I can say is it, it's not something that we're used to experiencing here on Earth. It's, it's so much more refined, and it's not emotional. It's, it's, a, it's a, uh, a distilled, highly crystallized almost. It's hard to put words on it. But it's it's a different level altogether. When we introduce a a, a tenth dimensional energetic to a three dimensional experience that we have agreed to on this planet, 
now things get rearranged. Reality can be shifted. And we also have to remember that everything in the universe is moving. So we now have, we have a moving energetic to work with a moving universe, which really makes sense. And I have literally, when I've applied this to a situation, seen reality change. What we would call magic, I've seen it happen right in front of me. People changing on a dime. Uh, things appearing that weren't there before. I mean, it, it's quite astounding because we're not used to that. And, and so we think, uh, well, our minds usually want to clamp down on it, actually. They get a little disquieted uh, until, until the mind begins to get comfortable with the idea that things aren't solid. And this is, again, mm-hmm. in the quantum world. And when we start to become comfortable with the idea that things aren't solid and we start to use the wave, we, we, that's when the real fluidity happens. That's when we get to start co-creating. So to go back, 3D, time-space gravity, sort of locked in to a dualistic framework. It's a yes or no world. It's a black and white world. It's a, you know, these two pins sort of on a big playing field. It's either this or it's that. And when we apply a a dimensional energetic like the infinity wave, so I like to imagine that around those pins I wrap the infinity loops. So and the water is flowing from one to the other. So now we're not dealing anymore with yes or no or either or now it's yes and yes and and we go back and forth and just just those two words yes and if people added that into their lexicon into their conversation especially if they're having a bit of a debate with somebody they just say yes and all of a sudden, the whole conversation starts to lift and possibilities unfold. And all of a sudden, we're not bound anymore into this rigidity of uh, uh, the, the dualistic framework. And, and all kinds of things open up. All kind, I, I, I've, I've, it's, it's happened so many times that people report back to me so many times that that I know it's a tool, as we've been promised. This is a tool to help us overcome the, these difficulties in, in our 3D world, to, to rise above them literally. And it doesn't mean that we're dancing around all the time, way up in the stratosphere of 10D, but what, what it helps us to do is at least lift out of 3D. Our bodies are still here. We're supposed to be here. We chose to be here. And isn't it a beautiful world? I mean, there's so much to love and and experience. So we get to be here in 3D and we get to have access to higher frequencies, uh, other dimensions in a way. And so it's a, it becomes a multidimensional experience, which is really cool. So, yeah. 
Okay. Well, uh, so go ahead. I'll let you finish there. I just have a few cool questions for you. I know that's a good stopping place. I mean, I could blab on and on for a long time. Yeah. So, you know, ask a question or two. That's perfect. Okay, so a beautiful energetic tool here to assist us in the 3D, and we will experience that because that's how we'll, it will become our truth, and we can then take this into our life and use it. And, of course, you go deep with it, even in your spiritual coaching. So when you see reality literally change, people change, and things appear that weren't there before, it is, uh, it reminds me of that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, as mm-hmm. things really aren't solid. And so um, can you share an example or two of your favorite things that just kind of stunned you about this and and the magic that, that was born? Yeah, sure. Um, I have two stories. One that I've actually never told before uh, in a okay. big audience, but I it came into my mind to tell it because because of you actually, and um, I think you'll enjoy it. But the first story is one I may have told before, but it's just so stunning it bears repeating. Um, I had a friend who was requiring a very delicate surgery on her neck, and because there was only there were only few surgeons in the world who did it. Uh, it required her going to Los Angeles for this one particular surgeon, and I said, well, I'm going to come with you and be your advocate. And this friend of mine had um, read the book about preparing for surgery through hypnosis. And one of the things, which, by the way, is a great book, um, and one of the things that she was told to do was to create a series of statements that she wished the anesthesiologist to say as she was going under and as she was coming out of anesthesia to program the subconscious mind for faster healing, et cetera, better outcomes. So we got into the hospital early hours, really like 5 o'clock, you know, got her through the whole check-in thing and got her all ready for surgery. She's in her cap and gown. She's ready, and she's holding this beautiful piece of paper that she had written everything out on. And the very last thing that we were waiting for was the anesthesiologist to show. And my friend was a little nervous, uh, obviously, for a surgery like this because it's very delicate. But she was also a little nervous that the anesthesiologist might not be um, all that willing to say these things. I mean, you just never know who you're going to get. So she was clutching her paper very tightly, and in walks this woman with a clipboard in the crook of her arm and this very unusual surgical cap. It looked like a mini pizza hat, kind of puffed out and had a little flex on it. And the doctor went and stood opposite the foot of the bed from where I was sitting, and she did not look at her patient at all. Instead, she had her eyes on the clipboard and just rattled off some medical ease about we're going to work on L4 and L5. And we're going to do a little, you know, it was just this long thing. And I could see that my friend was getting very upset because it, this, this, this doctor just would not connect at all. It was like she was in a frozen box. So 
the old me, before I had spent a year doing Infinity Wave workshops, probably would have said, um, would you mind just, you know, saying hi to my friend? Like, I would have done something like that, you know. And But the new me, after working with the wave for an entire year, mm. uh, sort of, I, I tilted my, I mean, my head kind of went in curiosity. And I thought, huh. I don't like this picture. I want a different one. And boom, out of my solar plexus came this blast of an infinity wave. I said, I like your hat. Very, very flat like that. This blast came out of my solar plexus completely (laughs) unexpectedly. The doctor's head popped up, swiveled to my friend, said, hey, babe, are you ready to do surgery today? Because I am so ready to take great care of you. Oh, what do you have there? It looks like a recipe, what you've done on this piece of paper. You want me to say these things? Oh, I love to say things. And she just turned into chatty, Kathy, warm and fuzzy. It was so astounding in a nanosecond that both my friend and I, our jaws dropped open. And... (laughs) It wasn't until three days later when my friend was safely out of surgery and out of anesthesia and all that stuff, she turned to me and said, what was with that doctor? I was about to ask for a different anesthesiologist, and all of a sudden, it's like she she woke up. She 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 completely <laughs> changed. And I said, well, I'll tell you what happened. And I was so glad I had a witness because you would no one would have believed it. It was so stunning. It was a 180 in a nanosecond. And that's when I learned how impactful this can be, how this can literally shift reality in less than a second. And I, I, I mean, it was a big lesson. So that is one story about shifting reality. But another story about really what I feel is the quantum world um, is that that first year of doing workshops, um, most of my workshops had an average of 12 people in them. And at the end of every workshop, we would stand in a circle and we would wave across the room to a, a partner. So if you were looking down uh, from a bird's eye view, you would see a 12-petaled flower, right? These infinity loops looking like a a daisy, right? Does that make sense? If you look down on on figure eights, be yes. done in a circle. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that twelve-petaled flower really became a, a, a. There's a practice on the first set of uh, MP3s called the Wave for the World, and and that design that we create as a group ends up getting trajectoried out to wherever it's most needed in the world. And so you can imagine it's 12 uh, human beings sending love and compassion anywhere in the world where it's needed. So it really, uh, it's a very powerful practice, and I encourage people to do it in groups. It will immediately bond a group, by the way. You don't have to wait to the end to do it. You can do it at the beginning uh, if you're a teacher or you you have groups together. Um, Anyway, so that symbol just became very important to us in our first year of of doing this wave work. And 
uh, in I was directed to go to England in the spring of 2012. Um, I was guided. My my guidance said uh, to be in Avebury Circle, which is the largest stone circle in the world, at noon on May 5th. Uh, 2012. Now, May 5th is, so that would be 555. Well, I didn't quite figure it out beforehand, but I sure had figured it out by the time I got there. And I didn't exactly get on an airplane every day, you know, and fly over to England. (laughs) That was not my habit. But my guidance was so strong that I needed to be there on that day uh, by 12 noon somewhere in the Avebury complex. It's a 60-square-mile complex. The circle itself is not 60 square miles, but there are all these other energetic places within that 60-square-mile radius. So um, I didn't know why I had to be there. I did also know that that was the date that year for Lunar Beltane, and Beltane is a big festival for the Celts, and it was really the return of summer, uh, what we would imagine as, uh, you know, our May Day, where we march around the Maypole, uh, is what has come down through the years as a our homogenized version of Beltane. But they would light the fires, and they would celebrate, and there was great carrying on in the fields and so on and so forth, but really re- rejoicing the return of nature and the growing season. So here I am, I, I've gone to England, I I wake up in the morning of uh, the 5th, and I still have no idea why I'm supposed to be there. And at 7 o'clock, I start to receive a download. And it is it was probably the most profound download that I had ever had. Usually when I received them... Uh, I would step to the side. The person known as Hope steps to the side, and the channeling comes in sort of through a big hollow tube and uh, would be transcribed. But in this case, uh, they were requesting that I stay in my body, and there was a significant reason for that. I'm not going to go into everything that was revealed to me, but it was quite painful, and it stretched me farther than I thought I could ever go. And in the process of that download, I was given the step-by-step process for uh, a deep and complete forgiveness. Uh, it is nothing that we have been taught forgiveness is. It's a multi-layered cake of how to truly and deeply forgive. And so that was the practice that I was supposed to bring into the Avebury Circle that day at noon. Uh, so I showed up in Avebury with, uh, to meet my guide who knew all the ins and outs of Avebury. And I had my dowsing rods and I said, okay, where should, I know what the practice is now. Where should we go? And he listed, you know, where we could go here or here. He listed about eight or nine places and my rods were not saying yes. And I had a moment of, uh, real panic, thinking, have I come all this way? Is this for naught? You know, doubt, 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 doubt. <laughs> and then he said, well, there is a crop circle. And my rods crossed. And it's like, yes. So he says, well, I know exactly where it is. So that's where we'll go at noon. 
I said, great. So in the meantime, we went and had tea, and we walked around Avery and all that, and we show up at the crop circle, and we walk into it, and what do you think the shape of the crop circle was? It was a 12-petaled flower within a 12-petaled flower. Wow. Now that's when, and we did the practice, mm-hmm. the forgiveness practice in the center of it. That's when you know you're, it's, mm-hmm. you, you're going about your business putting one step in front of the other, and there's a really bigger plan. There's a really bigger thing going on that you're kind of just a pawn in, hopefully saying yes to, right? But there are a gajillion patterns that have been put into the fields of Wiltshire in uh, England and all over the world. But uh, the fact that it was that, and that was the one that I was called to, um, there just aren't any accidents. No. And it really it's such a beautiful story when that happens. You just have to smile and 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 it's like it it helps us follow our guidance. And you know, when you you know, you were not used to getting visions, but you saw the visions of the infinity wave. And then you said it 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 wasn't easy. It took a while to process that. It took a few days. And so, right? And so now an experience like this at that sacred site is confirmation. Um, but before we go into a beautiful meditation with you, share what that was like. I know people are indeed getting visions. Now, you said you had that infinity symbol, the figure eight, in your third eye for a couple of days, and you really didn't know what to do with that. Can you share how you began to trust and how you um, got the information that gave you the truth of what that was so this is honestly i'm so glad you asked that because it is my most favorite thing to talk about because i know so many people are are standing there with their toes curled over the threshold you know with the door wide open and a big cliff you know that 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 if they could only trust they could only let themselves fall into not knowing, you know, and trust that they will be caught in some way, that they will be received, you know, arms will come out to hold them. Um, I I want to encourage people. I can tell you that even though it took me a few days to sit down and talk about or, or try to figure out what this figure eight was, it was floating out in front of my – if you – you know, about two feet out in front of my where my third eye would be, and it was about a foot tall. Now, I, finding out what it was was just the beginning of the journey. It took me a full year, and they them telling me to run these workshops one weekend a month for nine months, and then go to England in October, and 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 I did a completely doused trip. I had I didn't know what I was doing at any real point in time the way I was used to knowing what I was doing. I was flying completely blind, and and I was terrified. I was terrified uh, to, to start t- 
teaching anything and guiding anybody because not because I'm not I am a leader I have always been a leader but in the world of spirituality I was not comfortable leading um, I would much rather sit in the back row and be quiet you know so uh, but I was being pushed really really hard and you know I came to discover this is actually what I had written into my life plan I just didn't know it until then and. I had to go through a lot of acceptance and a lot of learning how to trust. Um, they're just, I don't know an easy way to do that. I just know that you're afraid and you do it anyway. You, you act as if. You, you, you take a deep dive off that cliff and you open up all your eyes and ears and all the other parts of you to be receptive and, 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 you things come in, uh, words come in, uh, situations come in, helpers come in, and it's not like I hadn't already lived that way to a large degree, but now I was in public view. I was uh, falling with everybody watching, <laughs> you know, and so the stakes were higher, but I do encourage 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 because i feel that everybody is needed each and every person and i just i believe this so strongly not only did did my you know the the channelings tell me this from day 1 but recently i was listening to rupert sheldrake again and i was listening about the a deeper uh level of the 100th monkey story that most of us know and it's not just that the monkeys on one island you know that 100th monkey learned to put the sweet potato in the salt water to wash it off so that it could be eaten without sand and then the next island the monkey started to do the same thing so there's a morphic field there what he would call a morphic field but we could also call it a quantum leap right a quantum connection but it's not just that it is that they learned it faster. They everything. It didn't take a month. It took five days. And the next island, it would take one day. And the next island, completely un, unrelated genetically, they would just know to do it. So there is this uh, ability that we all have, every single person who gets on the train, you know, will be affecting every other person who's still stand, standing on the platform ready to get on the train. They might get on faster. They might get on sooner. You know, it really, really matters that we take that step, that we take those leaps, that we, that we jump in. And, and that's why this tool, this infinity wave, which is not a religion, it's it's non-denominational. It stands with, with whatever philosophy you have and enhances it. So use it to, to jumpstart and, and give you that extra oomph to, to take the next leap in your spiritual evolution, to take that next step, knowing that you are affecting people all around you. You don't even know how, how far and wide you go, you know, but... It it we just need to get to that tipping point. Mm -hmm. So I really believe it's it's so crucial. 
Well, you have a whole center for this type of teachings and the work that you put out there using this infinity wave. And it's so beautiful for you standing in your truth of this and really making it your mission. So let's experience this now, Hope. It would be beautiful to experience that infinity wave, a 10th dimensional energetic tool. Okay. So I'm going to be playing a crystal bowl. Um, If you can't hear it too well, don't worry about it. It's really just the resonance of the sound that I like to have underneath me as I do a practice. And we'll do a practice for about 10 minutes. And at the end of it, you'll hear me. There will be some silence, a little bit of silence, and that's to just let everything anchor in. And then you'll hear three little gongs, and, and then we'll come back online. I'm going to remove my headset now. And we're on speakerphone. So let's begin by imagining that there's a tube running through the body from the head down through the sacrum. And we're going to be breathing through this tube, focusing initially on the section of the tube that runs from the heart center down, down through the sacrum, down into the earth. Exhaling deeply into the earth, just allowing all your cares, all your concerns to be given to the earth, to be transmuted into something much more beautiful. And your inhale brings all the gifts that you imagine the earth might have for you right back up into your heart center. So exhaling and inhaling deeply, we'll just do that for a few moments. switch the focus to the heart center running upwards through the crown and this time on a deep exhalation out through the opening of your crown like a fountain goes your breath expanding outwards and upwards all around you and inhaling back into the heart center all that you imagine that realm has to offer you so exhaling out, inhaling in, and we'll do that for a few moments.
Excellent. Now we're going to breathe from both directions at the same time. So inhaling from above and below, exhaling outwards above and below. Back and forth. And as we do this, we can feel our breath mingling in this tube until it's hard to tell which is which, above or below. And we also become aware of how we are this essential connection between above and below, between the earth and the divine, these two equally spiritual realms. And that this placement is our divine birthright. This is a very special position that we have here on this planet, really as emissaries of the earth and the divine, to enact on the planet and be guided by those realms. What will be the best for the earth, her people, and her her beautiful growing things. All right, now let's imagine that floating in the heart center is a little figure eight made of flowing water. Now there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's just an invitation to bring this sweet little figure eight into the heart center and just observe it there. It can be any color. The water can be moving at any pace. It can be turned in any direction. Just see if you can imagine it or you might even take your finger and draw a little figure eight on your heart center if that helps you. And you might feel a little something in your heart. You might feel a little movement or a tug or not. And now let's invite this wave to orient itself east and west. In other words, one loop facing one rib cage and the other facing the other rib cage parallel to the floor. And now on the in-breath, imagine that the loops of the figure eight begin to inflate with your breath like balloons. Take your time. And as you begin to breathe into this figure eight, it it starts to grow. It starts to stretch. Now, there might be some resistance that you feel within your heart center. And if that's the case, all you have to do is turn up the water flow. So instead of being a trickling stream, it might be a rushing river. Let the waves melt the heart. Remembering that inherent in the water is this 10th dimensional, highly distilled love and compassion. 
bathing your heart center in love for all you are, all you have been, and all you are yet to be. Bathing your heart in compassion for your walk on this earth, for all that you carry and all those you carry for the trials and tribulations and for the successes. Love and compassion for you. Continuing to breathe, widening the heart across the chest as far as you can go comfortably. This will bring you to a state of safe vulnerability. For when we're flowing with love and compassion, really there is nothing to fear, nothing to hide from. We are simply swimming and floating in those highly distilled uh, frequencies of love and compassion. What a beautiful experience, Hope. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure to share that. Oh, it is a beautiful process, and it is truly helping our planet 
as we move through these times. Everyone listening to this show is now equipped to head out into the field, so to speak, and use this and shift realities. When we know that now more than ever, we must really pay attention to the energy where we put it and how we transmute it and transcend it and transform it. And this is such a beautiful tool. I personally feel really warm after that, and I just feel cradled. It is indeed beautiful. Yes, held in those beautiful frequencies. I invite our listeners to share their experience. It's always wonderful because that confirms for others who may not be so aware of what they experience, but it helps us to articulate our own experiences. So you can do that through the question and answer box on this webpage. Now, I would like to take a few callers, and uh, you can, you know, you work with spiritual counseling. This is another big mission. And so you're here to assist people with some questions that they may have, or even to answer a dowsing question. So we'll take our first caller. Here we go. It looks like Star is on the line. Hi, Star. Oh, hi. How are you, Loren? Good. Hello. Wonderful. Um, You know, actually, I I had no idea that I was going to get chosen, um, but that was a beautiful meditation. I I definitely feel more loved. Um, I don't know what to say because I really didn't have a question. Um, Okay. I love the infinity, though. Excellent. Well, I'm very glad that that you felt the... um, did you feel relaxed as a result of the of the meditation yeah. as well? Oh yeah, Good. real really relaxed, and I could envision envision it very clearly. Nice, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more accessible now than than it ever was. And you know, one thing that's interesting is, you know, I think the the world that we're living in now is is providing us with so many opportunities to make choices of how we want to vibrate every single second. And when we are exposed to, you know, radio, news, TV, whatever, imperceptibly our bodies get tense and tight and we can almost feel ourselves being dragged into that yes-no conversation that I was describing before, that 3D world of struggle and and just stopping for a second and and doing that heart wave within oneself or going from head to toe and wrapping yourself in a kind of a standing cradle has an instantaneous <laughs> effect on on relaxing us and bathing us in love and compassion so all of a sudden we're not really compelled to get into the fray so to speak and we can vibrate sort of above it. And not to say that we're not noticing. We are. We're still here. But it's a way to choose a frequency to stand in, even though all these things are happening. I love that. So, cradle. Yeah. Well, the, one of the practices yeah. is actually called the Infinity Cradle. 
and its um, purpose is to help us feel what it's like to be out of gravity. And um, so there are a lot of, of these uh, practices that are giving us the sensation of disconnecting from the things that tie us into 3D, time and gravity in particular. So, um, and there's also a spacewalk too. But <laughs> um, once, we've, once we have a sensation of not being tied into those, we we can go, okay, I guess I'm not bound. You know, I really can get out of here every now and then. So. <laughs> well, thank okay. you so very much, Hope and Lorraine. My pleasure, Star. Nice to meet you. Yes, Star, thank you. Thank yes, you. good to hear your voice. Glad you could raise your hand and join us. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Well, um, you do have some practices and, you know, that disconnect us from that. And so that is in your teachings. Let's, before we go on to another caller, let's take a quick moment and talk about those because it is quite helpful for those who want to go deep and into these practices. So share more. I mean, these are, this is a pretty uh, complete package here of several dif different packages and personal coaching with you, and people get to choose between the two groupings there. Yes, that's because uh, some people may have already purchased the first one, so mm -hmm. I wanted to give them the option to get the second set. And I want to just draw attention to the fact that the forgiveness practice that I mentioned earlier is the last practice on the second set. And there's a reason. All of these practices came in this order. I, I did not mess with it because there's a real wisdom to the order I found out later. <laughs> I didn't mm -hmm. understand it when they came in necessarily. But then I saw how, what was happening and how they were how they were being worked to help people to really take a deep spiritual dive. That's what these practices are. This is, there are lots of ways to use the infinity wave, <clears throat> excuse me, in daily life. I call it the daily wave. And, and that's, those are some of the things that even the heart wave I just taught or I talked about how you can run a wave across to a partner, uh, you know, one loop and end of loop in one heart, the other end of the loop in the other person's heart, and you run it back and forth. There are lots and lots of ways to use it in daily life, and that's fantastic. These practices, the original practices and the Evolve Now practices, are for those people who really want to move forward in their spiritual evolution. They're deep dives. They are not meant to be gobbled. They are meant to be sipped. And taking your time uh, with each one, even repeating them as needed, uh, you might not move on to the next one for a week or two or three. Uh, as you desire, you move on. As you're ready, you move on. Um, but the whole idea is to sort of play with them because we're not used to having a tool that lets us play around dimensionally, uh, that you can walk around and play around. You know, you could actually use this. Uh, so anyway, that that's the, the – and just to get back to the forgiveness practice, it's the last one because it is – it requires a certain spiritual level, a spiritual – uh, 
uh, growth in order to do it. It, it. it is a very thorough practice, and it takes somebody who's gone through the other practices to be able to do it completely. So I, uh, that's where it landed. So anyway, that I don't know. Would you like me to describe them more, or is that? Oh, that's perfect. Thank you. Um, it is a deep dive for those who are ready for it. And we've got some beautiful descriptions there for it. And the I, I like the personal coaching that you do for people, but you also have a new product since we last spoke, and this is the Infinity Wave water bottle. And that's pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. I am so, so psyched. I just got them in June, so these are hot off the presses. And what they are, there's a company called Vita Jewel, and they came up with this idea to, to, it's a way of structuring water. We're used to hearing about structured water devices that you pour water through to increase the, um, the vitality of water, right, and also to change its molecular structure so that it's available to us on a cellular level. So uh, I've been using a device like that for years, for six, seven years now. Uh, what, what this is is a little glass pod that screws into the bottom of the bottle, and inside the pod are different gemstones and crystals. Now, VitaJewel has a whole line of these. There are, I don't know how many, 13, 14 different varieties, different mixtures of different stones and crystals, and even precious stones. There's one that's diamond, and there's one that's gold, and those are very, uh, very precious, very expensive (laughs) bottles. But the idea is that the energy that we know comes from stones and crystals um, it actually emanates from the pod and affects the water. Now, I have tested and others have tested the water from regular structure devices and from these gem pods. And I will tell you that it's about double in its uh, energy and its vitality uh, with the stones. So what I do now is I pour my water through my structured water device into my beautiful infinity bottle. Now I'll tell you how how the infinity bottle came to be is when I was told about these bottles by my friend, Patrick Durkin, uh, I said, do you think that VitaJewel would be willing to create a bottle for the infinity wave? And sure enough, they were they were delightful to work with. I doused for which stones and what percentages of those stones would go in the pod, and uh, and they arrived in June. So what they are is they are sodalite and aquamarine, clear quartz, and ocean chalcedony. And I will tell you that. The water is not only delicious and makes me want to drink it all day. Like I, I, I've never wanted to drink water so much as I do now, and I've had, I've been drinking water a lot on my whole life. But <laughs> you just want to have it. Your your body cries out for it. 
but very interestingly, I, I had the bottles uh, at the Dowser convention, and a gentleman who is a, kind of a well-known energy worker, although I didn't know him personally, came into my display booth and picked up uh, all the bottles, picked up that infinity bottle, and and his hand went all the way out to the side, and he looked at me and he said, hmm, pretty big energy, and then his hand started to go in a figure eight design. He said, do you know that this is in the infinity sign here? I said, thank you very much for wow. confirming. Exactly. That's cool. Yes. Isn't that cool? So yeah. uh, I'll tell you, uh, I think it works. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you just and, got and these. I just got them, and, and uh, they're, they're for expanded consciousness. They're for people who are ready to work with infinite, you know, uh, energy and infinite consciousness, as you say in your your summit, you you call that out, and I love that. So um, I'm super super psyched about this bottle. Uh, I really, and you can't get it just any old place. You know, you can't get it on Amazon or anything like that. So it's kind of special. Yes, and then those qualities of the stones. Our listeners can check out the special offer page because it lists those, uh, the benefits of sodalite, aquamarine, did you say calcite, and ocean chalcedony? It's it's clear quartz and ocean chalcedony, and and I did not know the qualities of the stones when I doused them. I try to do things as blindly Mm -hmm. as possible, so I'm not influencing, you know. Yeah. But uh, they were very, uh, then I went and looked them up and I went, oh, how perfect. <laughs> so, um, oh, those are a few of my favorites. I think every single one of those I love and I have. So that's perfect. Well, congratulations on that. That's a beautiful proje- uh, product and a project. So perfect. Okay. Uh, and then quickly, personal coaching, and then we'll go to at least uh, two more callers. But your personal coaching with dowsing, share a little bit about how that works for your clients. Sure. So I use uh, what's called L rods. They're L-shaped uh, metal rods. And many people use pendulums for dowsing. Uh, I use pendulums only for healing. But I use rods for uh, my coaching work because, for me, they're faster and they're also more nuanced. Um, I've been doing it for about 23 years now. And so I I, I speak the language of the dowsing rods. I hear words and sentences in my head and I see images as well. And as they come in, I float those out to the client who's asking the questions and often that's that leads us that can lead us down a path so we're not confined to just yes and no questions. Um, I like to have the rods because they confirm for me whether I'm on the right track or not. I mean whether I'm hearing correctly or seeing correctly. And uh, the rods are just so darned accurate. It's it's amazing. Uh, I do not have a stake in in the readings with somebody. Uh, you know, it does. It, it's it's not my game. I'm out of the loop in a sense. 
Um, so I, I try to remove myself as much as possible to be detached so that the energy and the information can be pure for the person who I'm working with. Um, but what I love about the rods and, and this technique that I've sort of just taught myself uh, over the years is that we get right to the nugget of a problem very quickly. It doesn't take a lot of beating around the bushes. We, we dive right in. It's very direct. I do my best to language things in a way that is therapeutic. I do have a background as a counselor. Um, but it's fantastic in how quickly we can get to the meat of the matter and, and, and come up with a solution or a, or a lesson or a program or whatever. We can ask practical questions. We can ask esoteric questions. Those take a little longer. But uh, we can really do cover quite a lot of territory in only a half an hour, for instance. So my sessions are half an hour in length. And they can be added on to in 15-minute increments if need be. Um, but I'm always trying to, you know, accomplish a lot in a small amount of time. Okay, beautiful. Well, thank you for that. Um, we're going to see how you get to the meat of the question. So let's go to our listeners for a few calls before we wrap up our show. Okay, let's go to – we're going to go to San Diego, California. And it looks like Nicole is with us. Hi, Nicole. Do you have a question for Hope? Hi. Yes. Um, uh, I am really conflicted. There's kind of two questions together. And um, one, I'm wondering if it's the best thing for my family to go forth with a move right now um, with kind of the uncertainty that's going on with my uh, relationship with my husband. So I don't know if the more, the more space would be a benefit or we're not moving to solve anything, but it's kind of all happening at once. So it's hard to separate the two. If you, um, okay. So first of all, hi, Nicole. And, and hi. you and I just imagine that you're sitting right in front of me and we are running a wave between our hearts. Okay. So one end of the loop okay. is in your heart and the other end is in my heart. And this is how I connect up with you. And, so I would like to ask the rods, first of all, can I, may I, should I? I always ask permission. Okay, good. Now I'd like to ask the rods which question we should address first. Should we address um, a question regarding your husband? Uh, yes. Uh, so are you wanting to know? Now here we are. We're going to jump right in. So uh, are you ready for this? Do you want to know? Um, yes. Where that stands? Okay. So I'm going to ask if it is in Nicole's highest physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual good to uh, proceed uh, in her marriage uh, in with the man she's married to right now. And the answer is yes. That's an, it's an unqualified yes. It's not hesitating at all. Okay. So we're going to put okay. that to the side. Uh, we could ask many more questions, but just off the top of sure. the pile. So is it in Nicole's family's highest physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual good to make a move from their home at this time? And the answer is no. 
it, would it be mm-hmm. in their highest good as a family to move from their home sometime in the next 12 months? Yes. Okay, so let's see if there's a, a, a most auspicious timing for them to move. Uh, and this is how I, I kind of get it down to a month, all right? So here we are mm-hmm. in July 2017. Uh, would it be in their highest good on all four levels to move before the end of the year, 2017? Okay, I'm getting like a 30%, so it might begin. You might start taking steps. So let's find out when the actual move would happen. Uh, should Is the most auspicious time for this move to happen be January 2018, February, March, April, May, June? They're saying June 2018. Hmm. So if your hunch is that you're to move, that's true, but the question of the timing is the only thing that was off. So you you're okay? Does that make sense to you? It does. It does. Okay. okay. So and I don't know Thank how many people are in your family, but it seems to be unanimous, uh, which is also somewhat rare, uh, but good in your case. Because sometimes yeah, that certainly simplifies things. <laughs> yeah, one member is kind of lagging behind. I don't want to move, you know, but. But in your case, it looks like all family members, it is in their highest physical good, yes, mental good, yes, emotional good, yes, spiritual good, yes. I'm just double-checking because I, like, I don't like to give information that isn't double-checked. So well, thank you. you're good to go. So <laughs> I'm happy for you. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, that's, uh, that feels peaceful. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome, and good luck with it all. Okay, thank you, Blessing. Yes, thanks, Nicole. Wow, wonderful. So you're just dousing, and the the so when you're dousing, this is really connection to the higher mind. Is that right? Yes, you know, I I try not to define it too much because right. we all have our guides and our angels and our departed loved ones, and we who knows, you know. I uh-huh. get my my. I'm usually connected straight to the universe. That's where that's where my intel comes from. And uh, whoever I'm with may have additional pieces that come into play as well. So I don't I don't know what the special sauce is in every single interaction. Uh, so I try not to put too fine a point on it. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Well, um, let's see uh, those. Lots of comments coming in about the the water bottle and the crystals, and yeah, that those stones are some of the favorite stones of many of our listeners too. So it's oh, really good. cool. Um, now, with that water bottle and what you notice in the past weeks that you've been using it, we know that the structured water, because it's structured, it will uh, help us hydrate our cells better. But we're also getting the energy then from those crystals, too. How do you feel with that, uh, Hope? Uh, do you have new inspiration? Well, or? I'll tell you, I I have stamina like okay. I can't believe. And I'll tell you how I know that. Uh, on Saturday, our house was on a, a part of a garden tour. 
and so to for 500 people coming, you know, to see, and I have been working for about six weeks, and especially the last three weeks, nonstop, seven, eight-hour days in the garden to, in all the gardens, to prepare them for, for this event. This is a big fundraiser, you know, so I wanted everything to be looking shiny and bright. And I have been able to, in heat and humidity sometimes, I have been able to sustain myself in a good mood <laughs> in the garden. You know, I'm working with the fairies, of course, so that helps. But the the water has been, um, I think, enhancing everything I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been really flowing with how I moved plants around and bought new things and snuggled them in here and there. And even though I was, you know, physically pretty tired by the end of the day, I wasn't worn out. I wasn't lying on the floor, you know. And and I went in day after day after day. Uh, so I I have to say, I mean, the, the, I wasn't even actually thinking about it until you asked the question uh, that I feel pretty darn good after all that physical labor. And I mean, you know, hauling bags and carrying things and, you know, it's a, it's a lot of lifting and all of that. So um, mm-hmm. I'll just, I, I think that that water bottle really helped me a lot. In more ways than we can even see at this moment. And I know the fairies love it. And of course, the plants are responding to all of it. And even that water within you. Beautiful. I know that there are many people that work with the waters on our planet, and this is something that can be charged and worked with our planetary waters as well. So we'll have to see how that unfolds as people work with this product, as they are led to, and and as it resonates with them. Beautiful. Okay, I think that's so cool and very neat. Uh, I just want to, we'll go to the phone line. I want to share a couple comments coming in. Velma says that towards the end of that meditation, I felt my ears getting really warm. <laughs> okay. I've heard that before. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't have a name here, but this listener says, I felt a wave of tremendous optimism wash over me, a knowing Great. that all was right in the world. I felt mm. relaxed. Loved, in love, and loving. Beautiful. Well, that one, that says it all, doesn't it? it That's does. it. Mm-hmm. And our beloved Masaru Emoto, uh, he summed up in three words his life experience with water, saying, water is God. Yes. Well, you know what? He said that on your show. And I heard a recording of that because I was gobbling up everything he had ever written. Uh, this is years ago, and uh, because I was falling in love with water, here mm-hmm. I have the infinity wave, right? And and it took me on a watery journey. Yeah. And when I, I knew about Dr. Emoto, but I hadn't really do, really done a deep dive. And then when I did, I then searched and scoured everywhere for interviews with him because in his writings, he came right up to saying water is God, but he stopped short. (laughs) But in your interview with him, he said it. 
And I was like, I love this woman. I'm so happy that I heard him say it because I knew it was there. He just didn't put it in writing. So wow. I I I you know I was I was at the same conclusion, and that's yeah. why it was very very exciting to hear. Yes. Again, it's there's more to be revealed on this, but we know that water is us. Water is multidimensional. Water responds. And that right there says a ton. And I thank you for working with that energetics of the infinity symbol with that water because that's ultra uber powerful. Okay, let's go to another. Can I say one thing? Can I say one thing before we move on because we're talking about water? Yes. I was guided to go to Peru uh, a few years ago. And I was guided to uh, create a practice that's a sound practice that's called, uh, it, it looks like AMA, but it's really the sound, um, um, right? And it's, all, it's free on my website. I was guided to take that sound practice and install it into Lake Titicaca, the highest navigable lake in the world. So I traveled all the way to Peru to do this and install AMA there. It is the infinity. It is a version of the infinity. It's like a sound wave of the infinity. And I encourage people to listen to AMA, the, 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 the practice on my website, and, and just think about this high, high lake in the Andes and how it is resonating with that sound quality now. The infinity wave is installed in this lake. And basically that lake uh, contributes to our entire ecosystem because it's so high. It, you know, the waters from it evaporate up and they get spread and moved around the world in the clouds. So um, I just, this is another way that water reveals itself, right? So I just wanted to draw people. I'm bringing in a, a group to Peru in September, and we are going to Lake Titicaca, and we are going to be doing AMA again. So uh, maybe I'll have a, 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 a an AMA group around the world doing it on the day that we go there or something, but it would be kind of fun. Yes, and that is a very powerful lake, and we've even heard stories that that is where the golden sun disk of Mu, one of mm-hmm. them, was placed. And some of the shamans that are there, they tell stories of statues, golden statues submerged in the lake. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's very, isn't it just a beautiful energy there as well? What a beautiful place to instill the ama, the sound wave of infinity beautiful and do you know what i just found out at the dowser conference that Mm. ama is navajo for water oh wow (laughs) i had no wow and so isn't that incredible yeah you're just tuned in and you got it and wow that's so cool all right before we say goodbye, I want to get to at least one more caller because sure, it's so sure. cool. Let's go to um, Estes, Florida, the cell phone caller. Hello, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, um, this is Grateful. Again, didn't think I would be called today because of the time. Hi, Grateful. Um, is it Grateful? 
Grateful. Yeah. Grateful. What That's a beautiful a name. <laughs> Thank you. I love Enjoy that. We had Star and Grateful and <laughs> Wonderful. Enjoying the call, um, and especially like the water and the infinity. Yeah, I'm, I've heard of the infinity before and, and done a small session with it. Very interesting. Um, enjoying. But I do have a specific question, kind of specific. It's about a specific situation, if you might um, be able to um, see what sure. you get. Um, I have the opportunity to take advantage of either um, receiving an older car as a gift or to buy it for a very low price, a very good price with payment. Um, and that sounds great, except for uh, my situation is one that I'm not willing to sign back into the quote-unquote legal system with the biometrics and all that. And I'm not sure if I should go ahead with this. And if I am, I... I need some direction because I only have a week to respond <laughs> and how I would go about it. Is there any way to... So let me see if I'm understanding you correctly. You have the option, you have an opportunity to receive a car as a gift? A gift or to buy it and and that, and that is the choice, but... Okay, so Excellent. let's just see which one would be better for you. Okay, so let's run a wave between our hearts. Okay, can I, may I, should I? All right. Um, so we would like to know if it is in Grateful's highest physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual good to... Uh, First of all, let's. I always like to step back from the widest perspective, and mm -hmm. and ask something that seems obvious, but just so we don't make assumptions. Okay, so I'm going to ask mm -hmm. if it's in your highest good on all four levels to become the owner of a car, and the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So Great. now we'd like to know: Is it in her highest physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual good to be gifted this car? Uh, they're saying yes, but I'm going to make sure here. Or uh, would it be in her highest good to purchase the car uh, through payment, a payment plan of some sort? So that's a no. Hmm. Did yeah. I did I get right. the scenario correctly? Yes, and then just going forward, um, again because I am not. I just will not participate any longer in the um the legal system as far as I know this isn't this is getting onto something else, but as far as doing like the biometrics to get the uh license and all those sort of things, I've pulled away from all that and I don't want to go back in and it's been a very um well it's so, not so in other words journey. So in other words, in order to have a car, you're going to need to have a license, and that pulls you back into the system. Is that what you're saying? Well, the system says you require it, but in actuality we don't, but people don't know that, and I'm aware of that, but that would be the next step, or in our inquiry is the best way to go about that. Or if I, you know, okay, I don't um, know how to really put that into words. For you. Yeah, that that's going to be a bit of a deeper dive. Yeah. But what I can yeah. do is I can ask just a very simple question. 
mm-hmm. is it in your highest physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual good to obtain a driver's license? And they mm-hmm. are emphatically yes about that. So oh something goodness. is going to need to be adjusted in okay. uh, your outlook, your perspective, or whatever. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. in order for that to be okay with you, but they are emphatic. When they come back and hit me in the chest, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's with an exclamation mark. <laughs> I will thank they're you. Like, you know, yeah, they're saying yeah. do not drive that car without a license. So, um, Well, there is. I, there really is another way, but it just would take more time and a quick, a quick direction on what to do because I know how to do it. It, taking a little bit more time, but right now that wouldn't be the option. So, well, that's very interesting, and I thank you, thank, thank Lauren, and I thank uh, whoever out there, universe, and <laughs> guides that that responded. That's great. Thank you. All right. Well, best of luck. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that was fun, and we did that so fast that I think we have time for one more. It's really fun to see how you do this. So uh, here's a familiar name. Here's our friend Randy. Hi, Randy. Hello. Hello, hello. What a world-class opportunity. um, I have a sense of the infinity wave. Oh, thank you for being you. It's, it's, it's amazing how... You know, I try to use it to bring together my, the left and right hemispheres of my mind uh-huh. and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and earlier, in the, uh, about five minutes ago, uh, I actually had a, a, a vision of uh, Barry, and it was you, and it was uh, as you were speaking, which was is kind of unusual, but I, I understood what it was. Um, cool. It was a little fairy, you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like it was like, but it was like partly. It was like a human. It, it, yeah, I saw you as a fairy. Um, when you were speaking about your garden, and you referenced them, <laughs> and how much you know it didn't matter how much you had to go through because you just did it and loved it. Um, it, it, I actually had, I got an image that way. Um, all right. I'm learning to heal MS. Uh, uh, you know, it's such a struggle. It's it's like it's like I'm opposing what's inevitable: the decline, the progression. It, it's it, it's like I'm fighting it. Mm. Uh, what it taking over? Uh, mm. I, I'm not. I, you get it. Where can you go from there? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love you. Well, do you have a question, Randy? Would you, is there a way that I can be of service? Uh, can you see me alive in the future? Like in five well, years? Uh, is that really the question you? Is that really the question you want to ask? It's you know, it's, it's an everyday thing. I'm, uh, it's like Humpty Dumpty. Everybody's trying to help me. And, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And uh, it's getting worse. Yeah. It's a 
it's a I'm I'm really waving you right now. It's a very difficult, very difficult thing. And for somebody as sensitive as you are, um, and I can feel the word they're giving me is potent. Like you've got so much to give um, is the feeling that I, I that. that I have. Right? Is that that accurately describes you? Through service, of course, I find my way. And every day opens up like a flower into a miracle. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I feel your spirit so, so strong right now. And and so it feels like almost a betrayal. Like, why is my body um, collapsing? Why is my body turning on me in a way? You know, um, it's so, it, there's a deep well of sadness and disappointment, you know, Um Randy, I, I, I'm bathing you with a wave of love and compassion from both me and from the sense dimensional realms because, because I, I feel for you, I really do. And I think what, what you impress, how you impress me is that even in the midst of all this, you manage to have some grace about you. You, you're managing to sort of ring a very high note, you know, a very beautiful high bell um, at the same time as, as everything's falling away and falling apart. And, and all I can say is that that demonstration of grace, oh, my gosh, I am covered with chills because that demonstration of grace is affecting so many people you don't even know how people are moved by you. And it's even in your voice. It's affecting me. It's affecting everybody who's listening, people you don't even know. Um, and this is not sugarcoating it in any way. This is a yes and. Yes, your body is failing. And your spirit is absolutely on point, ringing a high note, high frequency, all the time. Can you feel that you have these two things going on in you, this yes and? You know, uh, I bless Enfields. Like like the way the blame game is misused in modern medicine and the way the lawyers or the way the insurance industry supports the lawyers treat, that's the way they do. And other stuff like that, I bless big things and sort of all humanity that way. And uh, so, you know, grace flows through me. And, that's and it. Gold that's prana, it. And, and uh, you know, I'm doing the work. Um, you are. Uh, even even laying in bed, I'm making a difference. Yes, Infinite. you are. I, I, that's what I am getting loud and clear over here. So I just bow to you and, and honor you in, in, your, in your path. Um, I wish I could be more helpful. I am a healer, but I don't do that kind of thing long distance. Um, I have worked with people with MS, but uh, with neurofeedback, which is a brain training thing. So you might look up uh, if there's somebody who does neurofeedback in your area because that can be very helpful for settling oneself. Uh, as you go through the process. Am I going to be alive in five years? So, 
I am hesitating about asking that question, Randy. I honor your choice. I, I really, Absolutely. I really am hesitating. If I was speaking to you privately, it might be something else, but I, I don't wish to do that in a public forum. Mm-hmm. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Thank you Randy. so much. Yeah, thank you, Randy. Everyone on this call is sending a big bubble of love and healing and golden liquid light your way. And anyone else who needs to tap into that, know that we're doing that. So, Randy, thank you for your call and thank you for sharing. Yep. I'm doing all I can to uh, survive and thrive and, 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 and serve humanity in ways beyond equation every day. Thank you. Yes, your love matters. Thank you, Randy. Okay. Well, uh, this is where the infinity wave can help us. Randy, keep working with that. Everyone, keep working with that and move into these higher frequencies here in this physical body. Oh, well, what a beautiful session today, Hope. Thank you for being here. As we wrap up our show, I want to just give you a moment to close and say anything uh, as we round out our conversation. Well, it's been such an honor to speak with you and speak with your beautiful audience. I, I, I have always been moved by your presentation and your guests and uh, the people who call in. And I just feel <laughs> I feel so blessed to be included. And I, I am projecting a giant infinity wave out to every, each and every person and to you for your work in the world. And I encourage everybody to, to take that leap, get those toes off the threshold, jump in into not knowing, into learning to trust, uh, flying blind. You will be rewarded in spades, I promise. And we need you on the front line. So, so I love you and I, and I send you all the best. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Hope Fitzgerald. And thank you for being here. We will join you in the water, so to speak. The water <laughs> is fine. We're taking that jump with you. Yes, the world needs all of us. And we thank you for being here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. And now it is time to dance our way across the universe to the cosmic heart. Thank you, everyone. Let's do this as we send healing as well in golden liquid light. And anyone that needs that can tap into it. Let's have fun. Namaste. Like endless rain into a paper cup They slither wildly as they slip away Across the universe Pools of sorrow, waves of joy Are drifting through my opened mind Possessing and caressing me 
The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome.